Hello, and this is the wrap-up. Two dads wrapping up their week and having a laugh. Let's roll the scene. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Good morning. It is good morning. Most weeks we say good evening, but it is Saturday morning here. As we record the wrap-up, it's good to have you all with us. Uh, live streamers on Facebook, LinkedIn. Still, I love the fact that we're like gate-crashing LinkedIn. We're like, we're like <laughs> turned up at someone's posh wedding on LinkedIn, making a racket. Uh, but we are also uh, YouTube, streaming on YouTube. Our YouTube listeners are going up and up. Uh, and I've clicked the button that put us on Twitch, but I haven't actually set much up. But we are live on Twitch as well. So hello, teenagers, gamers, uh, and other <laughs> uh, DJs normally uh, on Twitch. We're here as well, making a racket um, on the wrap-up. This is a, uh, a end-of-week hangout. Uh, two dads chit-chatting, putting the world to rights talking about our week, talking about our kids, talking about it was just normal dad stuff, right? Love life, work, money, what we like drinking, what we like, <laughs> less serious, uh, uh, more fun than, and, and less serious, a bit like being in a pub really. So Glenn, AKA a dating dad on Twitter. Good to see you, Glenn. Good to be seen. And you're saying it's a bit like being in a pub. Pubs are now open, sort of. So I cannot wait to partake of a beer in a beer garden. I, you know, I don't even care that it's absolutely brass monkeys outside. I just want the the concept of walking to a bar, going home, going away with a pint glass of something. I don't care what's in the pint glass. I just want a cold pint of something in the sunshine. Cold pint of piss for Glenn, please. <laughs> I've, you know, I've drunk at Weather Spoons before. I've had a lot worse. <laughs> My brother's actually drunk a bunch of bits. Oh, mate, that is something to put on your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> he didn't mean it. And he was about 17. I believe it was in the Minstrel pub and they set him up. Uh, we'll have to get him on to verify this. But uh, they had a drinking like a uh, like a, when he came back from the from the from the bog, they were like, right, we're doing a down it, down it. And someone had pissed in the was Oh, like, man. I wasn't there. I don't know how far he got through the pint, but um my brother's good lad. He, he, you know, he's, he's, he's as, he's as gullible as me, basically. Uh, it's a DNA thing. I think we can blame our dad, <laughs> but he's also got some big chops on him. So he's all in when he's all in, he's in basically. Mm-hmm. In. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Hello to the French connection, Jim. Good, good, to, good, good to check you in there, Jim. We'll, we'll leave it at that. I don't even know if I've got any worse stories for my brother, but, um, I'll tell you what we do. We'll get some of his mates on. <laughs> <laughs> for his birthday we'll do like a roasting uh not a uh not a dwight york roasting a, a, an american uh, tv roasting we we'll do that see this, this is the thing i'm desperate for, my brother's proposed to his missus about eight years ago and he, you know they're, they're probably not going to get married but i'm gutted because i've been collecting insults for years as a full-on basically i've got i've got i've got to trim it down to an hour's worth of material just to, to rip the shit out of him that's what that's what best man speeches are all about really I cannot wait for him to do it. I'll pay for the wedding myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just send the invites out. <laughs> Take charge. Her mum will be in. The 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 the, the, the fiance's parents will be all in. So well, but the partner have to pay for it. But yeah, there you go. You tap them up for the cash. You organise. It'll be a perfect storm. Perfect. Um, for anyone hey. joining us for the first time, great to have you here. Uh, you can comment. Someone has already. Brilliant. Who is it? 
It is Mr. Pizzy, uh, Team Superdad member and friend. Uh, good to have you here, Paul. Uh, just like Paul has, has commented. There we go. If you uh, where are if you go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook, um, it will pull your Facebook profile in and well, not your profile. It'll pull your picture in. Don't worry. We're not going to show your life history. Uh, <laughs> it'll pull your picture in. You can comment. You can ask a question, uh, abuse us or join in with some banter about your brother. Uh yeah, so that's if you're watching. If you're listening, oh, and of course, if you are watching, then share away, uh, subscribe, just do all this clicky stuff so that we get the love. And uh, and if you're on the podcast, then brilliant to have you here. We would love some more reviews, so please do that whilst you're listening. And most importantly, subscribe so you can catch every episode. And by the way, Glenn, uh, just to let you know, I've recorded two episodes this week uh, of the midweek Team mm-hmm. Super, uh, which is a little bit more serious. Uh, which again is in keeping with the whole team super dad message. There's like, we're equipping dads to create their best life ever in focus, fitness, finance, family, and fun. Uh, and then we're, and we're having a laugh as well, because what is the point of, of doing all this hard work and getting through life if we're not uh, having a laugh and joke whilst we're doing it. And that is the point of the wrap up. So th- there you go. That's why someone should subscribe to the, 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 the team super dad podcast. I had a guy on, on Tuesday, <laughs> Good guy, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to not, but anytime you have an accountant on your podcast, it's going <laughs> to be, uh, there's the thoughts going to run through your head. Like how fun is this? Like, how- just, just to check, this is a real accountant, not a TikTok accountant. No, I don't know what a TikTok accountant is. What's one of those? There's a stripper. Oh, and the whole thing, yeah, there's a whole thing about, yeah, strippers saying, so in order to kind of deflect from what they do, they, when someone asks them what they do, they say, I'm an accountant. Because uh, no, no one ever asked any questions about an accountant. It's like, okay, well, you do sums. And that's it. They just accept it. Whereas if you ask any other job, they'll ask questions that they, the person might not answer. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, strippers are accountants. I'm going to do one of those face app things on all my accounting friends and uh, get like a Chippendale thing. Oh, oh okay, I'm getting porkies <laughs> in my mind. You know, classic porkies when he puts his knob in that hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? If you've ever blagged, uh, uh, done a prank on someone by putting your knob in a hot dog bun, uh, I would be interested to know if that actually works. Uh, a friend of mine, Chris Peterson in America, he told me, and bear in mind, Chris was a couple of years older than me. So pretty much most of the things that he told me were an eye opener. Uh, so when I was about 14, he told me about uh, when he took a girl to the cinema once uh, in the movies in America. And uh, whilst she went off to the loo, he made a hole in the popcorn and managed somehow mm-hmm knob in the popcorn so that when she got <laughs> down <laughs> into the popcorn there was his old fella which, which sounds very porkies-esque and hot dog very american whether it's true or not i don't know but yeah i mean it's, it, it's i've heard other people do that but the idea of salty popcorn on a penis it just you heard of do that yes it's a standard kind of trope of uh yeah cinema going is a standard prank genius see i'm so i'm so i'm so not not uh what's the, i'm like i'm naive so flipping i'm sheltered simon. i'm simon from the in between <laughs> <laughs> which is a show that i bloody love <laughs> i never want to admit that i'm simon right i never but then then subjects like this come up and uh, or I, I, yeah i guess i could be a little bit will as well but but, but probably more simon i'm like <laughs> that's actually a thing no way uh no no for any of our american friends I, I actually do this with my american family quite a lot actually uh there is a show a tv show from the uk a comedy 
uh, it must be what, 10, 15 years old now, probably. Oh, at least and the rest. In fact, you, while you talk, I'm going to, I want to okay. look up how old it is. So the in-between is right. As, as quintessentially American as Beavis and Butthead is, uh, the in-betweeners is, is the UK's flipping. So it's four lads, four school lads all around 16, 17. So just starting to drink, have sex. Uh, well, tr- talk about having sex and <laughs> fail miserably, but it is so gut bustingly funny. Um, that I, I, not only not only did I the first time I ever saw it we watched about twelve episodes straight through. We think we watched the whole season, first season one, all the way through. But uh, whenever it's on TV, I can't help but 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 turn it on. And it was on last night after I put the kids to bed. I came back downstairs, and uh, and there it was. There it was. <laughs> Two thousand eight, the first one aired, and it's, it's one of those weird things where even though it's technically a bunch of kids, a bunch of school kids, um, it's it's funny to adults. It's not. It's not aimed at kids. This is a gr- very, very grown-up TV show, um, but it's a work of genius. And just the language of everything. It's just some of the insults that they fly around, throw around are absolute works of genius. I've got to say, I love the things. <laughs> Joe, they were that that one last night with the uh, one. Here's my daughter. Yes, Rosie. Uh, you can take some leggings, uh, wear whatever you want, and uh, bring some cold clothes as well. Well. When I finish the podcast, I will come and help you choose your clothes. Yeah. yeah, wear some leggings. Go for it, yeah. Or shall I do my hair and then I should get dressed when you're done? Yeah, get dressed when you're done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> That'd be like the president just in the middle of a early stages of a <laughs> nuclear war. Oh, Daddy, shall I plait my hair or wear it down? <laughs> and, then when you was. and then when you answer it, they go, oh, okay. Well, I'll wait till you're finished and then we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love my kids. Love my kids. Uh, uh, it's Nancy's will pick it up later. Uh, yeah. So, so they're at the party, right? <laughs> and, and, uh, and Will ends up snogging or seemingly snogging the actual fit bird, fit, fit the hottie at the party and all the other lads are gutted. So then near, so then. <laughs> Jay's talking about getting a girlfriend and Neil says to him, well, you're never going to get a girlfriend, Jay, because you're a fucking twat. <laughs> it's so simple. So simple. Yeah, I know so many people like that and I'm sure I've been described in the self-same way. No, no, it's just genius. Genius. Um, bro, I, I say no, but if you want to do it, go for it. Yeah. I, I don't know, but if you want to do it, go for it. I, I think so. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, so go, go and search it up. Basically it will be on, on, it'll be on the flipping. It's the channel. Yeah. All four it's on the channel four app for sure. And so yeah. I'm sure whether there's some sort of international version of that, if not, it's the sort of thing that is absolutely worth going to prison for. So do stream it illegally. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I say illegally. I like to think of that as the gray area. Okay. Well, find, find, find a streaming site. <laughs> and if you do, you will enjoy it. Exactly. They call it the dark internet, but uh, what we call it, I think that's just a grey area. It's a grey area of the internet. The, the dim internet. Andy, Andy Arter, he says, uh, the in-betweeners is in the USA too, Johnny. Not as good that. What? Uh, there's an in-betweeners version in the US. Oh, no, 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 no. That is okay, not okay. good. Sorry. So, Andy, thanks for that for that uh, a bit of contextual uh, input there. So, if you're American and you're watching the Inbetweeners USA, I would like to bet my flipping future house on the British one being a bazillion times better, basically. Mm-hmm. There is a US version uh, for ABC. 
Um, the pilot was filmed, but didn't pick up the didn't pick it up. Uh, MTV, however, did pick up uh, the series of twelve episodes. It went for one ran for one series and was cancelled by MTV due to low ratings. Ah, uh, there you go. I, I think maybe the humour is just lots of basically. It is just every British lad's school experience. Basically, really. uh-huh. it was mine. It was mine. Uh, so yeah, I love a little bit, a little bit of retro TV. Absolutely awesome. Uh, it's the end of the Easter holidays, though, Glenn. Uh, are you glad to see the to see the back of your kids? Are not as, as single dads? Maybe you're not. No, I I I've, I love Easter holidays. I, I love all the holidays with my kids. Now I've uh, got a job where I've uh, I've got unlimited annual leave, so I can take as much annual leave as I want. And so I've already booked off every single holiday, but for me and the kids, when I've got them. And partly it's lovely to just have a break from the, from work, a break from uh, being in back to back to back to back meetings constantly. But I do really enjoy spending time with the kids. I, I, I enjoy their company and I try and mix it up in terms of going out and, and going for walks around lakes and that sort of stuff. But when I've wanted to spend time with them, I'll be honest, all they want to do is sit and build things in Minecraft. I've, <laughs> I've genuinely invested uh, probably about a, an entire day's worth of time this week because they, they've, they've built me a world. And I said, what should we build it? Let's build your dream house, daddy. And I said, well, okay, well, what I want is a lake. And they couldn't find a lake. So I'm not, we spent a, like, I mean, like four or five hours building a frigging lake, digging a big hole and then filling it in with water. And are you in that? You're in as, as, as a, you got your own, been, what they called avatar. You're in, you're in the game. Oh, well, no, the kids have got, um, you can have, we've got two controllers on the, on the PlayStation. So there's two of them on the big screen. And then one of them does it on the iPad as well. Yeah. And so I, I've obviously everyone's, you get an account when you just use it. Um, I don't know what it, they, they just give me a controller. I say, press this button a few times and then they kind of teach me the basics and, and those sort of things. And I've t- basically, uh, they're building my dream house. So I've got a real, I want to build my own house and I've got a real clear vision. I've, I've designed it. I've drawn it. I know where the plug sockets are going. You know, I, I know what it's going to be in real life and they want to translate that into Minecraft. So that's what we've done. We've, we've started, um, we've got the upstairs done. We're doing the downstairs now before we do the basement. Um, but yeah, we had to build the surrounding bits first. It's taken bloody hours, but I was sitting there uh, being upset that they weren't playing Lego or playing, doing paintings or doing this stuff with me. And I realized that's their toy. That's their game. And if that's where they want to play, why am I trying to force them to come to what I think is, is right when actually they're enjoying it? They're, you know, they are learning teamwork skills. They'll say, right, we yeah. need this. So um, we've got this long to do this bit. And then it's basically project management skills they're learning and communication stuff. It's just not in a way that I'm familiar with. Yeah. And they're trading things and they're talking. And you know, I, my objection to parents that are, are a big no to these things is that when you take your, however, the, you know, whether they go to uni, where they go into work after school, where you take that person and put them into a, into the workplace and they're mm. suddenly required to, like you say, being a project, co- co- uh, co- uh, colleagues, deal with people they don't like, uh, um, what's the word, like uh, compromise, mm-hmm. alone the digital skills of of talk and type and watch at, at the same time and, and things like that. But I, I just, I'm just, my son, right? Could you uh, peel a potato, please? Uh, uh, you know, you're, you're asking him or he's asking you I'm like, no, no, yeah he's just asking me to peel. No, <laughs> I'm asking him to help me peel a potato last night for dinner so he he, he is kind of helpful and, he, and he's 11 year old so he's pre-teen you know practicing being a teenager very well so he pretty much gives up on the potato after 
You've just built the flipping metropolis. You've built Narnia. You've beat, you've built <laughs> a real life version of, of Smallville. Like, and you can't peel me a potato. You, you've little shit. Like, how much you love me? And I'm going into full drama. Like, is that how much you love me? <laughs> and my kids are going, calm down, calm down. It's, it's, it's it's just a potato. I'm like, it's not a potato. It's not a bloody <laughs> game. Because there's been a week, of, you know, like, a, a you know, it's, it's the end of it. It's, it's first a week and now they're back. And and I, and I love seeing them, but I just can't handle the the the, 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 the noise. Like, I, I don't I don't tell them to be quiet very often, but it kind of goes. When it, once it's up to sort of level five, DEFCON five in noise level, and, and I'm just like, <laughs> And you've, you've heard about the, uh, there's parents who their kids are playing Minecraft too long. So they hire people to break into their Minecraft world and destroy their village Is and destroy all their work. It's like, it's like the, it's like breaking your kids toys because they're not behaving. I think that's next level parenting. Uh, there's part of me that massively respects it. Ah, oh, so what you can go on like Fiverr or, or people per hour or, or uh, probably, yeah, probably on the dim web. There's, so there's, <laughs> There's livid parents searching Twitch for, for flipping Minecrafters and they're doing dodgy deals on mm-hmm. a couple of Bitcoins. Well, not a couple of Bitcoin, blimey. Uh, 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 one thousandth of a Bitcoin. Uh, uh, could you go in and... and... <laughs> Assassinate their uh, Minecraft village and just, yeah, absolute rampage and destroy all their work. Yeah. Are we talking Rambo-esque kind of destruction or just a little bit of mild... Uh... I, I, I'm guessing that the commissions are available, whatever you want to do, but it's so easy to destroy these things that, yeah, one uh, a couple of uh, hundred cases of TNT and that's it. That's that's months of work destroyed oh, instantly. I've got visions of, of Minecraft skins of, like, Arnie, like... In, in <laughs> yeah, putting the wall paint on the face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, son. Your parents sent me. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, I, I did have a, I think my, my, my sensitivities around it come from my stepson though. And, and it did lead to us kind of falling out. And it is, that's a little bit painful for me because mm-hmm. I was just trying to protect him basically. And, and I, my, my downside with Minecraft, and this is our little bit of sort of serious chip for the, for the show is it's quite, it's very immersive. Mm-hmm. So you, it really so is. As your kids get better and better. If, if, as was the case with my stepson, his social sort of skills at school weren't, you know, he, he didn't fit in quite as, as nicely, as easily as, as he wanted to. And mm-hmm. so he found his place in Minecraft where he has suddenly had some social currency and respect because he was so good at it. But, and I was keen to like a step parent, like a, you know, bad step parenting skills, but I was keen to kind of nurture our relationship and, and support him and let him do things. But you know, he was playing online at night and then he wanted to download these new mods. I mean, Minecraft, mm. on the one hand, it's come a long way since then, but also five years ago, you could do way more, it seems, stuff, or, well, way more stuff than my son knows about now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was he was up in the middle of the night playing mods, like mod modifications, mod. Yeah. So he was he was he he got into playing these prison mods. And so all I know, if, if someone said to you, oh, yeah, I'm playing a prison mod, I'm thinking, <laughs> that's not... <laughs> Yeah, I think let's let's make sure he stays out of the showers. Yeah, yeah, totally. So then one night he goes, I need $40. What do you need $40 for? I've got to pay Billy Bob 192 40 bucks. Well, who's Billy Bob? He runs the the Alcatraz, right? (laughs) (laughs) So so do you know Billy? But uh, how old is he? Don't know. Where is he? Don't know. So, yeah, but 
I keep getting to this level and then I get killed and everyone's taking the piss out of me. So I need to be able to, I need to pay Billy Bob the money. And I'm mm. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like swap Minecraft for crack. Like the word, yeah. <laughs> like I need to give Billy the money for the crack. Cause everyone else is giving me a hard time <laughs> taking the crack. And, uh, and I said, like, he he's, he's in his crying. He goes, I just don't feel in the real world. Like I do when I'm playing Minecraft. And I was like, Oh, Okay. Yeah, that's, 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 that's deeper issues. And I knocked it on the head. And then, of course, that just flipping torpedoed our relationship, which is a bit sad. Um, um, but then a little bit like about around the time when he was 16 before he stopped talking to me, um, we did chat about it. And he goes, yeah, I was a, he goes, I was a bit too consumed about it. But mm. positive note for parents. He's like, it was a phase. It kind of passed. But then mm. I don't know whether that was because I stopped him playing or, or whether he, who knows. But I think my tip for parents there is, my kids, it just suits our setup right now that my kids have their, that he has his Xbox in the lounge with a separate TV. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty aware of what he's playing. So, yeah, I've got all, so I've got all my, uh, the, the PlayStations and bits and pieces. There's an old PlayStation in their bedroom, but they never really use it because it's a PS3, I think. Uh, and then the PS4 is downstairs until I get my PS5 until I can bloody find one of the things. Um, oh, uh, so, yeah, so there's a, I'll tell you, there's a Twitter handle um I'll, I'll ping it to you after the show magic uh, when they get stored the stock updates they mm-hmm. talk about it obviously a dating dad is all over twitter um and that's how i got jago's xbox um series x from amazon in germany magic well i shall absolutely be dealing onto that but in any case it will end up being on the main telly downstairs um yeah. and then the you know i've got a load of laptops but the one that they use because uh, it's got a better graphic card is the is the the gaming desktop thing uh, and so that's downstairs as well. So I can see and monitor what they're playing and I don't let them have screens at bedtime. So e- when I tuck them in at night, I, I remove all uh, handheld screens that they've got. And so they don't, they can't end up playing anything late at night. Glenn, this is good stuff. I love it when, uh, when I think I've got a random parenting kind of thing and then someone <laughs> up there, I consider a quality dad says, Oh no, I do the same thing. Yeah. So however possible, get your kids devices in the in the lounge because it turns otherwise they will spend mm-hmm. many hours they spend playing it they're away in their bedroom and i love it i mean i don't love it because i just have to put up with them screaming and hollering and blah 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 but i when he when he then talks about it i've seen enough of what's going on that i can mm. i can talk about i can converse i can i mean and yeah some of it i'm absolutely fed up with but <laughs> that's part of being a, that's part of the, of the, of the parent child relationship isn't it it really is. It really is. And there's, there's, there's bad bits about it, but there's going to be bad bits about anything they do, whether it is, you know, even if it's football, my nephew is absolutely obsessed with football and Formula One, and he wants to have debates and so on about um, whether the, the 1983 FA Cup final uh, was a, a fair matchup, and because this person did this and that person did that. He's got a memory of facts and knowledge and information that is just mad. Now, what, what's worse about that than Minecraft? You know, there's going to be ways of exploiting him in terms of football stuff as much as there is for, for Minecraft stuff. So whatever they do, there's going to be good bits and bad bits. And I guess it's just about, I, I think I want to fish where the fish are. And if my fi- kids are swimming in the Minecraft sea, then if I want to spend time with them, I've got to dive right in. Yeah, so true. Um, find, find those common grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you a common ground that I don't have with my daughter or seemingly my girlfriend is camping. Glenn, <laughs> I've been told in no uncertain terms by my daughter many times mm-hmm. going camping. Uh, we Why not? Start, 
Uh, we scarred her age three. You can't believe that kids can remember things age three. She's like, well, daddy, we went camping when I was little and it rained. <laughs> like, and? and it did. And it did. It was like biblical rain. <laughs> she was crying. It was, you know, the water was running through the tent. It was, it was pretty horrific, but but uh, I can put up with camping for a weekend. The whole world's going camping mad because it seems like, I don't know if we're going to get to be able to go, go away this summer. I think mm-hmm. Bob's going to try and keep us all in the UK so we spend millions in the, in the UK. Oh, yeah. 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 This, this is, and without getting too political about things, this is a Brexit dreamland because it means that British money stays on British shores. <laughs> Don't spend the, don't spend your pounds uh, in, in, in France. Yeah, totally. Uh, but uh, they, so last summer camping was every, it was a week, but we both live in Kent. It, it was insane how many glamping sites popped mm-hmm. up. It was basically just a farmer who, who cut the grass in his field, mm-hmm. rented a, a porter a port toilet and said, there you go, posh camping. We've got showers and, <laughs> and a field. What more do you want? Garden of England, come camping. We we love camping at, um, at my house, and partly it's because I've all, I've always done it. I've you know ever since being a being a kid, I've always gone away camping. So my kind of love for it has gone through. We never did with my ex because you know her idea of roughing it was a four star hotel. Um, but in terms of uh, the whole camping experience, the first year I had the kids by myself, you know, the first year post divorce. Um, in the summer of that year, I just, I wanted to take them away on holiday. We had never been on a family holiday with all the kids there. Um, barely been on holiday with with just numbers of them so I decided what we do is I had them for a week so we'll go camping so the first stop was to a camping shop to buy a tent um, and then I said right where should we go uh, and we were kind of on our way ish to Dover so they said Dover so we went to Dover went to the White Cliffs of Dover and Dover Castle and stuff I said right where now and one of them said it was her turn so he said chocky walky doodars so I drove to Brighton uh, and then one said uh, she'd uh, done a project on Stonehenge. So we drove to Stonehenge. And that's for a week. We'd just drive somewhere, like hang out there, go to Stonehenge, go to Bristol, um, see the great SS Great Britain, go to uh, climb a little mountain in Wales, just wherever we fancied going for a whole week. We'd just wake up each day, um, decide where to go, pack the tent up, go there find a camping spot and go and do the things. And it was just the most magical time. And since then the kids have loved it. And I, I try and take them away when they're about nine, 10 years old. Um, Cause you know, I've got, you know, I've got four of them little beasts. Um, <laughs> one on one time is really rare. So uh, one of the weekends in the summer when they're all at their mums, I'll just basically take one for a, a weekend and we'll go to Wales or um, the Midlands or, or, or somewhere and just camp and hike and just me and them one-on-one little tent and just go there. Cause they know I do it with my brothers and, and they, they see that as a really fun thing. And it's just an easy way of doing things that gives you a real sense of freedom. Freedom. Yeah. There's a, I've, um, I think it's the bulletproof coffee guy. He shares in, in some of his podcasts I've heard about how he has regular time carved out where him and his wife will go away. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like every 12 weeks they have a weekend away. So it's just a reset for them. And he does the same with his kids. He's got, he's got three kids and he says there is, there is weekends scheduled in, in the year where it, that child knows it's just me and him or her for, for mm-hmm. that, 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 that I, when I wasn't even, 
planning on getting into that. But I think that's a, that's a, that's another good thing about camping is you can just grab it and go, basically. Yeah, and it's really, really low cost as well. And yes, you know, there's no luxuries, but that's part of it. In fact, my um, my younger brother, who uh, yeah, he's he's you know, in the in the reserves and so on. He started a business up, teaching people, or he he started up just before lockdown, so that was crap timing. Um, but teaching them survival stuff and uh, hiking and camping and wild gathering, all that sort of uh, good stuff. Um, so he needs uh, when when things open up again. He needs a few people to to start going along to not not just in terms of money, but also in terms of him setting up a business and having some clients to point to and say, yeah, we took this group away and we did this and that. So um, yeah, we definitely can do that. And if anyone else wants to jump on, you're more than welcome to. We can do it, Team Superdad. I posted in the Team Superdad group today, right? Uh, so it said, uh, when was the last time you did something dangerous or wild? Hashtag mm-hmm. and it that's clearly going camping is not exactly dangerous or even that wild, but getting out of your comfort zone is, is vital. It's, uh, did, did we talk last week about the climbing frame? I climbed up and it's, yes. Yeah. So, and then, so when I posted this in in the group today, I said, like, when was the last time I did something that was actually outside of my comfort zone? And it was probably, it was a few years ago. And Mm -hmm. that makes you realize, wow. Okay. Well, I, I need to get, rough i need to get out out there do something that's that's out of the norm i think that's so so important to to our health to our well-being to our our stress levels um and, and there's different there's different types of camping in there you know there is the new <laughs> the turn up at a, a campsite with a, you know, a toilet block and showers and all that sort of stuff and and that's 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 one type of camping and then there's the let's just go into the wilderness with um yeah an egg and a knife and see what happens (laughs) um now we went away to just just before lockdown hit last year for the first time um we went off to ben nevis because me and my brothers we try and get away once a year or so um and just go and do a couple of days in the mountains and we did we do in scotland and went to ben nevis and and yeah the, the weather was so bad we got sort of halfway up two thirds of the way up and it was just cloud cover and it was freezing and snow and ice. And it was just, it was fun, but it was dangerous because we couldn't see where we were going. And we knew that if, they, if any of us had had any trouble, that's it. We're, we're done. You know, and it is, it is dangerous. So it, it has got a degree of risk in it sometimes if you do it, do it right. But it can also just be bloody relaxing as well. So you turn back and ended up in the pub. Well, we literally did. We went to, was it, um, Fort, Fort William, and had uh, ended up uh, watching a Proclaimers tribute act uh, in one bar and dancing a night away, and it was a uh, it was a great night out, but it wasn't exactly what we planned. Uh, but no. our, our, our tents we we camped literally on the lock, and so you could we're waking up, open the the door of a tent, and oh, Glenn's and trees back and stuff, stunningly beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, and we'd do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, I'll tell you a funny a story. We went to the Isle of Wight, right? This is about, mm-hmm. must have, oh, I bet it was about 2006, something like that, 2000, maybe 2008. So uh, we entered a, uh, an obstacle course race, an OCR called Tough Guy, which is pretty much the original one in the UK, right? None of these made up things in Hyde Park. This is on a <laughs> horse tree in Wolverhampton and it's uh, set up it like uh, I think in the early 80s was the first one by an old army dude and it literally is just rough as rough as arseholes basically and uh, 
the loads and the majority of the people that are entering are, are, are all former squaddies and so it's just it, it is it's just a lot a lot of fun so it was the first time that we'd done it so jack and john uh kind of a bit tongue-in-cheek said oh we need to have a training weekend so we they organized for us to all, go to the isle of wight take tents with us john went on on ebay and bought like an army rations flipping mm-hmm. <laughs> cardboard biscuits and boiling the bag meals and you know like space food basically so and it was a lot of fun we we, we walked all the way up to the to the needles on the isle of wight and then with that we're at the beach by then it's about six o'clock so then they decided that we were going to camp turned out you couldn't just camp anywhere so we had to go and hide like in the woods and camp then the, <laughs> then the conversation swung around to the idea in fact that we didn't have any booze or rizzlers right so the kind of schoolboy era the antithesis of the sporting camping uh, kind of thing they called a taxi driver and john he decided he was going to pretend that we were a family right? <laughs> so he creates this ruse with the taxi driver about we're a family and we've run out of, of stuff could you possibly go to a shop and bring it to us right? so a bo- when, booze and drink and, 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 and he goes like uh we need some bread and we need some <laughs> we need some milk so the guy's like yeah yeah and then he goes and um 48 cans of Stella and three bottles of red wine. (laughs) 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 It didn't work, though. It did. Half an hour later, flipping, I don't know, whether it was Eugene or Stavros, turned up in his minicab and and the deal was done. It was hilarious. We had we we couldn't believe it had worked. We could as we as as we made a fire that we shouldn't have and camped where we shouldn't have been camping, drinking beer that we had no right to, to <laughs> <laughs> Now Just, that that is that is truly man surviving in the wilderness, I gotta say. I think that is good, isn't it? And that that, that feels quintessentially British as well. Just like just blokes taking the piss making it happen mm-hmm. kudos to john and jack for always uh uh bringing some madness to 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 our lives ah glenn 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 where are we at 34 minutes this is good i mean i'm enjoying it my kids keep coming in by the way Rose, she looks an absolute mess she's put all this glitter through her hair so when i get off the uh, podcast we're now going to have to wash her hair i'm pretty sure but uh but that, that's there we go that's all part of being a dad um, it is, it is. And uh, at least at this stage, you know, you, you're sitting there and you, you look fairly chipper and you're not sitting there nursing a Friday, uh, Friday night, Saturday morning hangover. I, I know. I, I was, I was thinking about this earlier. I was chatting to my dad because I had a uh, joke, joke. Oh, Sarah and Catherine came over this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my God, you are so bad. You, you are just, you would be the world's worst spy. It, you know, you cannot keep a secret. This is ridiculously terrible. I mean, it, it, this is your secret to keep. You know, this isn't one that you have to remember from someone else. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> had a few drinks, right? Had a few drinks, a couple of gin and tonics. So, little, little, you know, a couple of gin and tonics. And it's like, you know, it's midnight, I'm, you know, whatever, gone to bed. And I've got a headache. I'm like, from a couple of gin and tonics? Yeah. It's just, What's happened to you? I don't know. I mean, I've, I've always struggled with, with, with headaches, you know, hangovers and, but basically headaches, you know, not, not uh, one of my reasons for disliking things that went up my nose was that like of, 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 of all the, the parts of it that I didn't really enjoy, like 
being in disgusting. There's just like, it, was, it was never of all the fun I've had in the world, that particular activity just didn't really, I tried it a few times, just didn't, didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons is that about 20 minutes after putting something up my nose, it would feel like someone had jammed two pencils straight into my, mm. into my brain. So the headache yeah. would go on. So, so, um, and then I saw my dad the other, the other weekend for, for, uh, for uh the tottenham man man united match what the bar. <sighs> yeah. and uh so he, <laughs> he gets all oh, out a few drinks yesterday but he never gets hangovers does he not get hangovers or do you just not know that because i know my old man there's no way he can drink as much beer as he has drank over so many years and not get hangovers it's a physical impossibility i know but i, I mean i'm i'm destroyed after a big night out like like i'm i have Two Nurofen before bed, two Nurofen mm-hmm. about four o'clock in the morning, load of water. A tactical chunder would often be part of my pre-bed routine. Like if I've had literally a river of booze, I'm going to think to myself, I'm going to feel much better in the morning if most of this comes up before I go. To bed. <laughs> um, yeah, just, and I can't, I can't do hangovers. It, it, it's, it's, out, it's, it's, out, it's out of order. But I, I mean, but do, do you, you think... think- you drink a lot, well, not drink a lot, but you like no, a drink. I, 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 I do drink a fair bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, weirdly, I, I don't, I, I sometimes get hangovers if I've been drinking beer. Beer really, for some reason, does it for me. Um, uh, but spirits, rarely do I get, get hungover. I'm not saying never, because it happens, but rarely do I get it. Um, however, I am, I, I guess I'm like your dad. I, I don't usually let people know that if I'm on my Todd, then I'll just lay in bed and die for the morning. That's great. That's no worries. But if people are around, I try and be a bit chirpy and so on, especially if it's someone like one of my brothers who I can see hanging out their ass. Um, that's the moment when I open the curtains and start singing and being happy and joyful because it's just fun to, to do it. And they're sitting there dying and I'm, even if even if I feel the same, it doesn't matter. You, you put that shit out, and I feel like I'm I'm gonna do the same with my kids as well. I don't think I think they've seen me hungover maybe once, but they don't they don't see me I, when I'm around. I don't want to get drunk. I don't get. It's not like you'd absolutely know I was drunk. So um, yeah, I, I try and hide it from them as much as I can in terms of, of hangover the next day. Oh yeah, I tell you what. If you're if you're watching live, and if you're watching on the replay, uh, uh, put in the comments what is what is your number one like. <laughs> What's the thing that gives you the biggest hangover, basically? Uh, what, what, uh, what, but you're, okay, you're a regular drinker. I think that's, that's probably the nicest yeah. way to yeah, say yeah. it. Do you think that drinking often helps you not get hangovers? Like your, your body yeah. often to it? I mean, yeah, two things. One, you know your limits a lot more. If you, if you yeah. never drink, then you just don't know how much you can. You know my limits, clearly. <laughs> Whereas if, you, if you're a regular drinker, you, you learn how your body feels, how your head feels, how all of you feel. And then you can kind of translate because essentially a hangover is merely happiness. You've borrowed from the night before. So you, you, if I'm drinking, I draw, I draw down happiness from the morning and the more happiness I draw down from the morning, the worse the hangover. That's all drinking is. Um, and so you just work out your levels of happiness, draw down from the next day and, and you, you balance it out a little bit. This is um, like stoicism, Glenn. This is very, <laughs> very, uh, very, flipping wonderful esoteric kind of way of uh, explaining away a hangover <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and but also when you are drinking it's just it's just like and i'm not saying muscles and all that sort of stuff but your body does acclimatize to whatever environment you're in and if you're in an environment where you drink more you end up being able to drink more that's why alcoholics 
are alcoholics. They don't, they're able to process it at a faster pace and absorb it and to, to feel, feel a different way, I guess. I just had to look up esoteric just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've impressed myself there. I tell you, uh, <laughs> it turns out it's be used appropriately. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think, I think maybe I'm just been a bit prone to, to, to hangovers. Um, so I, I think probably if I, if I didn't, I might drink a bit, bit more basically, but I, I'm kind of wary of them. Do you have one day or two day hangovers? I think one day and I remember back in the day of like really caning it, those, those nights on the Sambuca where you'd wake up, we got into doing flaming sambucas, putting them in your mouth and kind of, ah, the flame. Oh, yeah. We've got pictures of it. So. But then you'd, you'd realise you'd kind of burnt your face because there would be <laughs> sambuca had fallen on you. Um, those kind of drinks where you, you get, you know, you get through the first bit in the morning, eat something. And then it's like, it's like it, it's, I don't know. I think, I think it, it kind of, it, it absorbs other liquid from the things you've been drinking and kind of reignites. You kind of then get the one o'clock, uh, one o'clock headache hangover comes back. But I, well, it's, it's, it's about you, you know the, you know the science of of, of drinking and, and you'll get more drunk uh, from drinking diet drink with you as a mixer than a regular drink because your body basically when you drink it goes into your stomach and then it gets passed through at the rate of kind of I don't know one calorie a minute or something like that um, and it's, it's a constant rate of, of how it puts puts energy through you and so the fewer calories in the mixer um, and all, all the food that's going into you, the more food you've got going in, the more it's passing stuff through any, any leftover alcohol in your stomach is just going to get passed through to, to be absorbed in that next stage a lot more. Oh, so have a, have a Coke zero instead of a Coke anything or a flipping gin and tonic race. I guess. I mean, and, yeah, the uh, alcohol level will still be the same. You just get drunk a lot quicker. That's all. A rice cake. Gin <laughs> <laughs> and tonics and rice cake is very posh basically, but no, I'm on a mission to get pissed out my brain. Um, but I think the worst hangover my dad ever had is brilliant. His 60th birthday, we went out to this chateau in France. It was a, it was, it, it, it was, it was a brilliant weekend basically. And he got so hammered. We went, mm-hmm. we were in the bar afterwards, um, basically uh, helping ourselves. My dad knew the owners, and he was so hanging in the morning. He sat in the front row of the, of the, this like overly large minibus that we'd we'd hired to get us back to the airport, and mm-hmm. he sat in the front row of the bus and he was just staring, staring <laughs> out through the window. We were like, what's dad doing? I was like, I think he's just surviving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd either picked a point on the dashboard that he was focusing on, or he was looking at the Eiffel tower a thousand miles away, but he was so just hanging on the edge. That's the, that's the best, best hangover I've ever seen my dad. I was like, <laughs> he is mortal. He actually is mortal. He's drunk a bottle of wine a day for his flipping whole life, basically. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's, 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 it can be, there's so many different uh, stories about what's good and what's bad. Um, alcohol is, it's, it's a drug, no matter what you say, it alters your state of awareness and so on. So, you know, it's, it's got its side effects, but everything in moderation, I think it's just one of those things. And as long as you're not doing it, so it's a problem, then more power to you. Yeah. Happy drunk. Happy yeah, my, my my kids haven't yet been drunk, um, but I'm one of those you know, uh, stupid parents who lets their kids drink alcohol. So no, you said the other week, you you know, at dinner, you give, you let them have a drink. I think. Well, I let them if they want. I don't force oh, them, you but you force them. But like on a on appropriate occasions, you let them have a drink. Yeah, 
absolutely. If if they're saying, "Can I have a cider?" That's fine. I'm not saying if they if they're saying, "Can I have another one?" Can I have another one? Can I? No, but yeah. they've they've got to get used to this sort of stuff and yeah. build up that healthy relationship. No, when I when I lived in Holland, you know, we <laughs> this is the evidence of, of 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 appropriate levels of exposure to things, and so normalising it. You know, mm. I talked to Dutch people I worked with. You know, and and they like we were mid mid twenties. I think I got was it was end of nineteen ninety nine when my boss said to me, uh, Johnny, we wonder if you'd mind going to work in Amsterdam for six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, <laughs> yes, uh, of course, I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, the Dutch. But back in those days, we were still doing been bucket bongs and and like, <laughs> and you can do in Holland, and you know, people. Are, oh no, I used to smoke when I was when I was when I was. 16 it's like mm-hmm. we're 22 now what are you talking about <laughs> no, no, no i'm done I'm, I'm done i'm past it and i guess the same with the french the you know british teenagers with necking bottles of thunderbirds and and uh and anything we can get 2020, our white lightning yeah and the frenchies are just like what are you doing you absolute flipping Vikings. exactly that exactly that so that, that that's it but I'm, I'm kind of there is still definitely part of me that is looking forward to each of my children's first hangover because it's going to okay. happen at my house okay. it doesn't it, it won't happen at the moment their mum don't let them drink at yeah. all um so it's going to happen at my house and i am i'm going to treasure it i'm yeah, yeah. absolutely is it going to be, it gonna be the it. so the, so your, your your daughter's the eldest right Yes, yes, sixteen. She's going to be seventeen in September. Yes. Is it going to is it going to fall in order, or is or is one of the younger ones going to surprise you with an absolute? Because I told you the, the story about when I've been trashed my parents' house. Yeah, yeah when I was fourteen. Yeah, uh, is is it going to be one of those occasions, or is no? Your, I, I think it's going to be um, eldest daughter, eldest son, youngest son, youngest daughter. Okay. Um, so because okay. yeah, it goes so it'll go sixteen. Uh, currently, the sixteen-year-old followed by the fourteen-year-old followed by the eight-year-old followed by the ten-year-old. Um, I think that's the order it's going to be because the ten-year-old girl is very sensible. She, she's wonderfully sensible. Um, <laughs> whereas, yeah, the eight-year-old has got no no sense of self-preservation whatsoever. Oh, good. I I, I think that's the I, you know what that's the good thing about being Brit. All, all the stuff that we've done as Brits, you know, in, in I, th- I I hope that the fun that we were able to have as teenagers and 20 somethings isn't going to be taken away from, from our kids because we, we would, we were hanging out this week talking, chit chatting about, Oh, the, the, the girlfriend, you know, she was saying about how her and her mates, they were, they were going to pubs with, you mm-hmm. know, making fun and pretending like they looked 18. Clearly they obviously didn't, but didn't care. You know, they were going into pubs when they were 14. And um, and then and their mums coming and picking them. Well, one of her, her friend's mums would come and pick them up. So we were laughing about that and just I don't know. Let alone raving and clubbing and all the stuff that we got up to. I just don't know if our kids are going to be able to do that. I hope they are. Yeah, well, I think I think they will because um, there's always going to be those sort of places. But it, it's just a different different world we live in. I'm hoping by the time they're old enough to do that, um, we won't have to plan fun anymore. You know, you, you, at the moment, you, to, to go somewhere, you have to book a table. Um, and I hate the, I, I saw someone saying, yeah, we, we've just booked, uh, it's my, it's my friend's birthday. So, uh, yeah, we've got 90 minutes at this bar sorted out. Well, you've got a start time and a finish time and yeah. you've got to cram your fun into that. It's no, that's just horrible. I can't think of anything worse. I think, I, I mean, this, we're, this is time stamping this conversation, but I'm totally cool with that. We, it's just bonkers. The idea that we're going to forever 
over sanitize and have to book things in and mm. some of the messages on the radio uh it's like propaganda the government kind of adverts uh, be safe just because we're allowed to go back out you know make sure you're and i guess that kind of makes sense but Really? For now, for now it does, and you've got to taper off that messaging and so on. But yeah. I can't, I just can't wait until I can I can say to someone, "Hey, Johnny, let let, let let's go out. Um, let, let's meet up at this pub. Um, but then, yeah, we'll see where the night takes us, and yeah. you can just wander around and and go where you because part of the night out is going from one pub to another place and to another place. You know, yeah, yeah. the the bit in between bars, the cold night air is as much a part of a night out in Soho as anything else. Yeah. I, I hope there's this massive over-adjustment. Like we've talked about before, like the roaring 20s and stuff. Yeah. I hope there's this massive over-adjustment where, where everyone just goes mental. England win the Euros. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, whatever else. Clastonbury puts on a surprise. 20, 2020 World Cup this year as well. We've got the cricket coming up. Um, yeah, the, the uh, Oasis release a new album. No, no, maybe not that. Um, you know, just just the yeah, things yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, that takes us back to the the, the golden era of Britpop and uh, and and the the debauchery of a, a mixture of the nineteen twenties and the nineteen nineties. <laughs> all us forty somethings, like that's all it is. You know, you go to nightclubs and nightclubs these days are not like the only nightclubs that I know of around here are all filled with our age group, not with the 18, 19, 20 year olds, which is for me wonderful. Cause I don't want to go, be going clubbing with a bunch of teenagers. Um, but it's just weird. Where is the next generation of clubbers coming from? What goes through their heads that isn't going through that goes through our heads. that not going through theirs. I don't know. It's been so long since I've been out anywhere. Um, but obviously now I'm back in the sort of the real world, girlfriend, um, uh, social life, um, Maybe and when so there could be two things like it's going to be like a the per, the planets are going to align. I'm actually going to ha- have a social life and a reason to go out and the opportunity to do so. It's going to be mad. I'm I'm looking forward to that um that mindset of getting ready for a night out. You know, you you're doing the pre drinks at home. You have a shower. You got the music going. You got got um, things going on. You you're getting dressed. Um and then for for those of a, a certain gender, you you're doing you you're trimming up a bit of manscaping in there as well to make sure you're all set no matter what happens across the, the rest of the night. I saw a bloke in one of the groups this week asking that very question. Yeah. Cause all over the internet, I don't know if it depends what you've been cookied for. Someone's selling these manscaping. It's a brand. So they've mm-hmm. taken, they've taken the, the, your common or garden trimmers, beard trimmers, hair clippers, whatever. And then they've made them ball bag appropriate. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and so now they're selling them as Manscape. Manscape, it's like it's got it's got a brand name. Mm-hmm. So I said on on one of the groups, has anyone bought it any good? I'm thinking of getting some because when I use my hair clippers, I keep cutting myself. Cutting yourself, <laughs> flipping. I, I mean, it's it, it's it's not got like razors and stuff. It's just going samurai sword style. How close do you? I mean, if you're going to go that close, surely you like literally shaving like literally. Uh, i can't even imagine trusting anyone let alone myself with a blade that close to my most intimate of areas i go about a grade three on my on my pubes <laughs> i don't even know what, what kind of grades there are I, you know, just <laughs> short back and sides mate short back and sides right. I've been. Uh, some people have. Done, uh, there's this this conversation I've had before. Basically, that people get, so the people that don't have taken the piss. I was like, if I didn't trim my flipping pubes, it would be like 
Jeremy, not a word, uh, what was it? David Bellamy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's just it's just ridiculous. Those are the same people, I bet, as well, who would expect a woman to do it for them, who would expect a, a woman to be trimmed up in various different ways, but don't want to do it. What, what's the difference? How selfish are you that you're thinking, it's a, you, you do everything for me, but I'm not going to do anything for you? No, that's rubbish. Well, I just imagine that they were someone without much body hair. Maybe they just... Well, like a dolphin. <laughs> we used to call shocking teenage stuff, but the 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 poor a couple of lads in our class who sadly were uh, late developers were called beagles by the rest of us. Which beagles? <laughs> I dare say they are still emotionally scarred by that experience. But um, we didn't give it a second thought at fourteen. We just <laughs> ruthlessly mocked them for not having any pubes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's one of those. Things. I'm not. I'm not exactly. I haven't got. I know, I'm not like David Hasselhoff in his prime when I'm not covered in, in back hair and chest hair and body hair all over. Um, but equally I'm, I'm not bald, you know, I've, I've got hair and it needs to be kept, kept in shape because you'd, I would, I would be as embarrassed as any, as anything if good happy times were happening. Um, but I hadn't actually taken care of myself. No, I, I look older with, with more hair. I look, I look older. I, th- I think a bit. Oh yeah. Dis- and trampy like i think it's 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 good to trim it all up keep it a, appropriate length you wouldn't let your hair grow without cutting it we're ridiculous exactly exactly i just i think it's i think it's it's good for you um but also it's it's just it's nice for the other person involved as well i've never shaved my chest though i, I i've i've trimmed my chest and, and, mm. and once i trimmed it too short and it was insanely itchy but uh uh no those people that kind of bick I, I, I did do a what's it a, a comic relief or a sports relief or something, um, and we were all doing dares and bits and pieces like that. And one of my friends did we we paid him or sponsored him whatever it was however much to shave his legs. Um, so he he proper bicked and raises his legs and and, and got them all smooth as silk. Um, and okay, that's fine. That's that's for charity. Um, what we didn't realise was he liked the feeling so much he actually ended up shaving his legs for the next three months. <laughs> he just he just liked the way smooth legs felt on him <laughs> yeah we, we ripped shit out of him after for that oh man that's i guess if you like it you know if, I, you like I, it. if he'd been a swimmer i'd have understood it but he he was not a swimmer yeah he, he needed to work on his backstory that's that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've just realized andy's comment from earlier was uh from linkedin so uh, <laughs> where we are, the chavs at the posh wedding are, are actually getting some getting some attention. That's brilliant, absolutely. Which brilliant. is perfect for my professional reputation. Cannot wait for the questions in the office. It's the weekend. We, we, we're 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 work appropriate. I think we've 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 done a good job at keeping under that uh, under that bar. Um, so that's about it, Glenn. Really, it's it's, it's been another lovely uh, hangout, another lovely wrap up with you. Any plans for the weekend? You got got uh, no, a bit of Formula One, and that's about oh. it. I was actually thinking today about after qualifying, just going somewhere. I don't know where, I don't know what, but going out by myself because I've got faff all else to do. So you know, why not? So I might end up going for a walk in a forest or something. <laughs> just loiter around pubs, yeah, and wear like a little badge saying room for one because like all these, <laughs> are booked, all these tables are booked yeah but there's some of them have got to have room for one. 
Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, room for a small one. And, and uh, yeah, I reckon that's fine. I just wish I lived in an area where there was a thousand attractive women around so I could actually use it as a, a an introduction opportunity. And what I might do is I might just, yeah, I, I know what, I'll find somewhere that's that's got loads of hot, I might go to West London or something and just book a beer table for six, but just sit there by myself with a sign saying, I have space. Um, and then see see if, uh, see if I can befriend some ladies. You could. I like that talent. I like that. my table. I like that tactic. I'm meeting the, uh, the girlfriend's uh, mother today. Oh, not- blimey. Now that, that's a big call, man. I, I actually um, popped something on Twitter asking people uh, just uh, randomly because someone else had said uh, about introducing friends to their, their other halves. Um, and someone put, I mean, I know I met my, uh, not my, my, someone I was interested in, um, I met her mum on national telly and she started asking about my sex life, uh, which was all very, very fun, of course. But someone said, uh, uh, my dad met my brother's girlfriend and stole her from him. He was, my brother was 15 and head over heels in love, uh, lost his virginity and then ended up calling his girlfriend, his mum. Oh, really full on madness. Now I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that you're, you're, I'm guessing that, that Philippa's, uh, mum isn't going to steal you from her as it happens because i've seen pictures uh of them uh, on facebook and stuff uh, uh karen's mum is uh is, is, is she's an attractive lady she, she uh-huh. she's she's uh which i always think is good i always think that's good because if 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 good genetics yes good genetics you want to sort of make a make a a, a picture into the future by looking mm-hmm. at your your other half's parents. My dad's nose does seem to get bigger the older he gets, though. So that that that, that might backfire. Distinguished. It's a Roman nose. That's what it is. <laughs> Roman. But yeah, I genuinely, when I'm swiping, um, I genuinely swipe left on people if I look at them. And I, you, you know, sometimes you can see someone as they're old, and you're thinking, you know, I, I'm not going to fancy that person in in twenty years, thirty years time. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, no. Right. Well, Prince Philip's funeral today, as as we said last week, my uh, m- my uh, uh, face thing when they my, when my mates made me look old on that face thing, I looked like a wrinkly Prince Philip, <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't look wrinkly enough. Or anyway, before he died, rest in peace. Uh, uh, I, I was an even wrinklier version of Prince Philip. So, um, well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, um, Jennifer's mum will absolutely love you. I'm sure she will. Uh, and I'm also assuming that you have you got like a, a bunch of flowers to give her or something like that. That always goes down well. Oh, I, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, or a bottle of wine. You must have a bottle of wine hanging around. Got, yeah, I have, but th- that just feels a bit high. Put, put a bow on it. Meet you. Oh, I really? put a bottle of wine for you. It's, it's just just something to 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 make a to to gild the lily, you know, just to to make it absolutely nailed. And so she, there's nothing that she can say that, that's going to be anything other than, "Oh, I like Johnny." Oh, Glenn, you're giving me food for thought there. As we as we wrap up the wrap up, you've left me with a uh, with a with a, uh, a oh a question conundrum conundrum. That's exactly what mm-hmm. you've left me there. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to succeed in pulling that word out after, after pulling that Eric earlier, uh, I, 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 I fell short on conundrum. <laughs> um, I'll let you know how that goes. And also I've got, I did get a little present f- 
for for her as well for the birthday for the birthday girl so um no i'd say show it up but um it's gonna it, it unfortunately it's gonna have philippa's name and i've said philippa already allison allison's <laughs> name on it <laughs> i thought i could might be Sue's. We can cover up. It does say Sue at the beginning. There we go. Look. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, mate. World's worst spy. There we go. Look. There we go. <laughs> I'm holding up, holding up one of the one of the prezies. Uh, it's for the garden. She's just going to. She's going to love it. In her garden. Hey. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, and, and as we've spoken about earlier, or, or, um, off air, it's, it's a wonderful entry level present because you, you're setting the bar. If you're going for a long term relationship here, if you set the bar too high too early, if you were to take her away to Paris by a private plane and, and, and for a, a luxury weekend for what are you can do next year, you can't top that. So this gives you this is the 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 perfect first step on that ladder to love stepping stone yeah 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 and Paul Paul Team Superdad member Paul he says Gilda Lily I'm going to use that you've you've uh, you've left your mark on our listeners today there Glenn good work Paul love it. I flipping love doing these again. As, as we've said before, uh, people that are listening, thank you for listening to, to the end. Uh, please share, subscribe, like us, rate us, do the whole nine yards. Um, the more listeners we get, um, the more rewarding it is basically, but we actually love doing this. So mm-hmm. um, you, know, you might have to put up with us a little bit longer until either one of us gets utterly bored of this. <laughs> or it's the other one. I'm a bit more uh, stuck with it. Uh, a, because I love doing it and B because uh, team super dad continues to grow um those events we talked about getting dangerous and doing things um that's actually happening uh both uh conversations with people in uh the chamonix area about some weekends away there and the bearded man adventure crew mm. in in wales uh, they look like a lot of fun those guys they 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 do some cool stuff in wales like canyoning and mm. and jumping off of things into water and you know uh, um wilderness stuff but they haven't done any firewalls so they're really keen to to team up with us at team super dad and, and bring the two experiences together so watch out for that i'm, awesome. I'm thinking maybe september we'll be able to get back get around to doing that birthday time for me so sounds magic oh we'll really push that danger button okay perfect glenn have a lovely weekend you uh, too johnny see you next week see you next week bye guys This has been Team Super Dad. Find us at TeamSuperDad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.